You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is a special re-release of a true post picture that was given two years ago in the throes and most difficult time of COVID on Tisha B'Av itself. Um, I re-listened to it and I felt that there were still a lot of positive messages there. It's, of course, really the Torah of Salvechik, uh, who was the master of the Tisha B'Av Torah, who was able not only to be with on the Kinnas, but also all the Alochis. Um, all Klal Yisrael, in many ways, are, are his uh, Talmidim in this area. So I chose a number of pieces. The sound quality is not that great, and of course, uh, I, I ask your indulgence as far as that goes, but I think the message that comes through in the three or four pieces uh, is very worthwhile. The What Limit Atayra is about, why we say Nachim, where we do, uh, the difference between um, Tishabov and a regular Ovel, um, I think it's all really wonderful. So it's presented here as something that you could listen to uh, today or whenever you listen to it around Tisha B'Av. Um, and it's supposed, of course, to the Ari Shabachabura, uh, the great Ili of, uh, of really of our times in a way in Talmud, Rabbi Sutev, Salavechik, Zephat Sadek, Livrocha. Here it is. Question. The... Uh... The Shulchan Aruch says, that means that even though they didn't have summer vacation then, they had shiurim for children. Children would have their usual course of study. So the children, that course of study was canceled on Tisha. That's again based on the Gemara and Tainas. So the Taz discusses this idea and he says, What's this Isser of learning with the Tinokos? He says, the Isser of learning with the Tinokos, the Taz says, can't be for them. A child doesn't want to learn anyway. Even though he likes to show off, he doesn't have the Simch of Limerater. So this that they say that the, that the that the, that we don't teach the children on, the, on Tisha B'Av, the Taz says it's be, it can't be because of the children. Children would like to be at recess anyway, even if though when they're in school, there's one of them that does better than the other. None of them have the simcha. Tinoch doesn't have the simcha. And the Taz seems to think there's something more to that, that even though we're, we can't answer for them anyway, they're children. Who are we talking about? We're talking about the adults. The adults, the adult teacher, that's who we're talking about. So the Taz is machadesh, that if the adult is teaching about Yermio to them. If the adult is teaching Eov to them, if he's teaching things that are difficult, if he's teaching things that are probably not what they're usually learning, because what they're usually learning is the Gemara, the Taz says they're learning the Gemara, they're learning the Parsha, they're learning what they usually do. But if you learn Dvarim Raim, that would be Mutter, because there would be no Simcha for the Milan. The Mogan Avram actually says, that um, he believes that there might be an idea of simcha for the Talmidim also. He says sometimes there's the simcha of, even though they're children. There is this idea of that they're giving them simcha and you can't, you know, you want, you don't feed the children if they can't, if they're able to subsist without the food. So you don't. So Mogul says that 
That's one thing he disagrees with the Taz. The other thing he disagrees with the Taz, Mogan Avram says that based on what he learns from Hilchas Avel, then it's also to teach Torah Barabim. In Shulchan Aruch, in Hilchas Avel, it says you're not supposed to teach Torah Barabim. So the Mogan Avram really has a different uh, understanding. Um, he, he seems to say that when you teach Barabim, it's a special halacha that it's also. There's a special, is it because Torah becomes a big deal? Is it because there's a special simcha that you have when you teach a group of people? You're not just learning by yourself. It's up to, it's up to, it's a discussion. Based on the Mogan Avram, it would seem that it would be very difficult to explain how we have all these shiurim, like even, hey, me, it's only me and you, maybe it's not Berabim now. <laughs> but maybe on Zoom it's never Berabim. But Lachor it is. Lachor, there'd be a bunch of people, you know, Lachor, according to the Mogan Avram, it would be also to have a Shir Berabim, even though the Mogan Avram was talking about difficult things. So, Rav uh, it's another deal from the Taz. He says, when the Taz wrote his Lashon, he said, the Isser, the reason why, when he talks about it, it's not an Isser Talmud Torah, he says, mm-hmm. That's basically what I told you from the Taz before. But Rav Salvechik has a diuk here. He says that, um, he says, is it because it's besimcha when you're learning? Is that really what it's about? It's like an isser of the feeling that you get when you study. He says, I don't think that's what it is. I think Talmud Torah has the power of being a mice of simcha opidin. The Prophet tells us that it's besamchi Now let's say you don't like to learn Torah. Let's say you happen to be the type of person that never turned you on. You do it, but you don't like it. It doesn't give you a sense of simcha. So can you can you do that on Tisha B'av? No. Or when you're in Ovel? No. He says, similar, let's say in the suin. The suin is also because of Simcha. Now how about if the person doesn't feel happy? <laughs> He's not happy with the guy that, that his daughter is marrying, right? He's against the marriage. The mother is crying. She's losing her baby girl. Can you, right? Can you have an Nisuin? Or let's say the person's not happy that they're having the Nisuin. Let's say the the, 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 the the wife isn't so happy with her husband. She's doing it anyway because she figures this is my last chance. Either way, Nisuin is called a Chefte Shal Maise Simcha. Same thing, Talmud Torah is a Chefte of Maise Shal Simcha. And that's why it's also. Otherwise, you know, the, you, you could have a question. I don't know if Rav Salvechik was omen on this, or this was the editor of the Sefer. But Lachora, we know that uh, the Mogan Avram actually asks. We know that L'shem Simcha, you're allowed to, let's say you're building uh, an important part of the shul or something like that. So you can continue building even during the Shmodesh because it's a binion of, of mitzvah. Why can't you say the man's not married yet, he's got to be a Makayim brewer who let him have a marriage after the Bishwur Shachab al because it's the suin of, of, of mitzvah. So, your salvation says it's different because where it's a binion, let's say you're building a house, building a house, adding to something to your house is Misameachim. 
But if the reason you're doing it is l'shem mitzvah, because it has to be done, so we say the simcha overrides the regish of, of, of simcha that goes against Avelut. But in Nisuin, it's not about the regish of simcha. Therefore, Nisuin is, is using a brisker terminology. Nisuin is ve'etzim and chefts of simcha. of simcha. So therefore, you can never get married. You can't say, well, he needed to be mitzvah. If he doesn't get married now, he's not going to be kind for Ruhu. It's also. So therefore, um, Vimar Torah isn't also because of the simcha it gives you. It's because of the fact that it's of simcha. So if that's true, you know, what is exactly, you know, there's actually an interesting machlokas from Salvatric says, between, even though we pass like Rabbi Yehuda, the Gemara mentions the sheet of Rav Meir. Rav Meir says that when it comes to Limit Torah, there's another head. Learning something you haven't learned before. Let's say we'd be starting learning Nagayim, which we've learned actually together a little bit. But let's say we were learning uh, something difficult in Yehavot, so all of a sudden, that's mutter to learn an Ovel, and, and, and therefore would be mutter to learn Antishukov as well, according to Rav Meir. Why? Because it's hard, it's difficult, they have to be miyagei in it, I didn't get any simcha from it. You like something when you have a little familiarity with it, when you, have, when you feel you have the tools. But when you don't have the tools at all, you don't feel the simcha, Rav Meir said. We don't paskin like Rav Meir. We paskin like, we paskin like Rav Yehuda. That even if something you never learned before, it's still called simcha. Okay. So why? Because we paskin Pukudashem Yisar Masam Chileb. Which is what this Lachan Shulchan Aruch is. So Salvechik says, if that's true, it's a chefts of simcha. So obviously, for example, we're doing now. We're learning about the halachos of Tishabah, the halachos of learning there. But we get a simcha from it, don't we? <laughs> so it should be awesome. It's, it's, it is limit it is right? According to Shulman Zalman, you might have an answer and say that there is no mitzvah today, so even what we do is not, that's not true, because you're not allowed to learn other stuff. So there's no chiv to learn Torah today, Rishab Zalman said. But when you do it, it is limit And if limit is misameh, it doesn't make a difference what you're learning about. So this is how, so we, 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 this is the cul-de-sac. In other words, if you say it's about do I feel good about it when I learn? Then you should be able to learn stuff even that has nothing to do with Avelis. Even stuff that's that's difficult and, and things that have nothing... I'm not happy learning it. Okay, I'm bored. This Okay, so do this. So what's the Yisod that we learned Varim Royim? What's the Yisod that oh, throughout we, when people learn the Gemara Vakamta Vakamta? What's the fact that, that Kibbelevich here is learning Torah <laughs> with you? What does it mean? If, if, if there's an Israel, this is also uh, part of the mitzvah of Hashem, part of what it says in Shulchan Aruch. We pass Kamekra Okay, so Salvation wants to say like this. Really, if you take a look here, Riyudh Dvarim Aroyim, they should have been Osir on Tishabav. There's a reason to learn them. Why? Because there's other things that shouldn't be mutter on Tishabah when we do anyway. For example, today, I'm sure in the tefillah, you probably 
went through your whole, whatever it said in your machzor, whatever it said in your siddur, whatever it said in your sefer for Tisha B'Av, that had the tefillah in it. And as the seder ayo, there's all the korbanot, is a mikoman, there's all the things that are part of the azyashir, other things that aren't essential, that have become part of our davening. In fact, the korbanot, and, and many of the things that we say, the post can say it wasn't because through this it's as if you've brought the korban. That's what you might have thought. I said the korbanot because the tefillah is a korban. There's much that we say in the tefillah, for example, and other things which are in the siddur. And one of the reasons they, we say them is because, because of what? Because the, the post comes in, because it's Seder Ayom. The Ramah in, in Hilchas Avelus says to you, you can, that, that the Avel is allowed to go over the Parsha. Because it's why? Because that's Chovas Hayom. Chovas Hayom. Because, yeah, this is what you do during the week. During the week, you're supposed to get ready to know what the parch is. So even though you're an Avel, you're allowed to do that. So, Rav Salvechik says, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's what's going on with when we're learning these things. That these are in Yone Dioma of Tishabah. The same way, if this is part of the union of every weekday, it's supposed to have, you're supposed to say korbanot, you're supposed to say all the things that are in the siddur. It becomes part of the tekes. So there's also a tekes of Tishabav. What's the tekes of Tishabav? To learn things that are connected to Tishabav. And that becomes, it is Torah. You're Makayim the Mitzvah Talmud Torah, and you might even have a Simchan learning it. Quotes his grandfather of Chaim Salvechik. Says, that when you read, uh, when you read, the, the, the halacha says that you can read Medrash of Eicha. Medrashim, you gotta look up the Psukim, you gotta go into it, it isn't Bishit You can't learn Medrash Eicha or Eov, as I said before, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a unsophisticated or a iberfleklach, uh, as we say, a superficial manner. Even the Rishon that says that you, the, the Kolbel, quoted by the Beis Yosef, says, why do you read the, why can you learn these? What does that mean? But it's in Yonadiyom of Tishabov. And therefore, by me learning this with you now, by me learning with you now, this is a, a, a kiyum in remembering the Chorban. And therefore, he says, you can do the Ian Amuk. You can learn it in depth. Even though most posts can disagree, which Salvatric knew, his grandfather felt, and, and it seems Rabbi Yosha felt this as well, that you need to learn. You got to learn. Learning means learning. Just to stop, put it in front of you, your face, that's not called learning it. Why? Because it's that's the kiyum of Tishavov, is to learn Dvorim Royim. Now you're going to ask me, well, I understand if we learn about Yermia, we talk about the Hurban, but what about 
what about if I learn EO, which we're going to be doing? Magalchim. What does that have to do with the Beis Hamikdash? Shav Salvechik says Tishabab is not just a day about the Chorban. It's a day on Kol Tzarishiru Laklal Yisrael B'Meshach Kol Hagaros. I don't know if it's true in all the Sfarnish Kinos, but I know in the Ashkenazi Kinos you read about things that have nothing to do with the Chorban Beis Hamikdash. Why? Because we know Tishabab is the Yom Miyuchad Vizeh. Because that's the day. Tisha B'Av is the Meyuchan for Avelis on all Tzoros. Even the Tzoros of Eo, which makes you think about your personal Tzoros. So therefore, Kol Dvarim Harayim are in Yonim of Tisha B'Av, he wants to say. Any negative thing that you learn about is part of learning about bringing Tisha B'Av home to you. Why? You have to believe this. Kol HaTzoros Shavolam are Totsos from the Churban Beis HaMikdash. Therefore, it's a keel of Seder Ayom. And that's part of the reason why. We can learn B, and the more we learn it, the more we feel it, and the more we understand this type of principle. That Now, I want to uh, illustrate this with another piece of Rambam. Uh, we talked about this a couple of nights ago. But the Rambam had, didn't have the Minigad Ashkenazim. The Rambam even an Arab Tishabab was machmir uh, to already not eat a lot and to never ate a cooked dish. Even that the Sudam Absekas, even during the day of Arab Tishabab. And the Rambam says that's the way the Hasidim Rishonim work. The Gemara mentions that that was Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi, the famous Rabbi Yehuda, the student of Rabbi Kiva, how he would sit on Arab Tishabab and they just brought him a little bit of water. And Pasareva. Um, now, the Rambam says that a Talmud Chacham like that, his sense, even on Erev Tishabah, should be one of Daga, Shemamon, and Bechia. And you have to be Margish, the idea that the Yerushalmi and other places they say actually. The Gemara, the Bavli, and the Yerushalmi both say that Tisha B'Av is like the maces right here in front of you. It's like you're an Onen. It's interesting where Salvechuk says that the Rambam in, in, in Hilchas Avel, when he talks about a person, Loyaleinu, who loses someone, the Rambam says, Al Yiskash Adam Al Meso Yos Shemidai. Shenemar. Al Tif Gulamet, Al Tanudulo. Why? Which means what? More than normal. Don't overcry. Don't paralyze yourself through the death that occurred. Why? The Rambam says, "Zem min hago sholom, v'metzar atzmo yoter min hago sholom arezet tipesh." Since metzar himself more than he should, realize this is death. Death happens to everyone. Some people at sixty, some at seventy, some are eighty, some are ninety. Some result to be past 90. But when death occurs, that's the minigalva. Even though it comes from an illness, heart attack, cancer, well, you know, all these things, it's still the minigalva as we see. So therefore, the Rambam says, well, if you feel you need to cry and you can't talk to anybody, the first three days. So, 
That is what. That's normal Avelus. But on Avelus and Chorben Beis Amikdosh, this is what Salvatrix says, it's the opposite. If you're sensitive, there's no end to your tsar. In fact, we don't tell the person stop crying. When when it's your own uh, when it's when 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 it's your own mess, you read the Rambam and the Rambam says Al Yiskasha Yosemidai, three days, three days. But you have to get it. You have to not get over it. Process it. Deal with it. This is the minigal But when it comes to Churim Beisam Ikdash, Mechuyiv Asabu Bitzar Yushalayim Yosemidai. Says based on this Rambam. Incredible reading of the Rambam. Why? Because what did the Rambam say? The Rambam says the reason why Ainlit Star Yosem Bidai, because that's the Minaga Olam. The Rambam called you a tippish if you don't realize what the world is about. And therefore, go according to the Torah and the Rabbanah. But Kurim Beis is not the Tev of the Olam. We think that it's the Teva, but it's wrong. Really, the Beis Amitah shouldn't have been destroyed. What happened? The Ar Chatayim caused it to happen. And the Averot created the Tumah. That's not the Minaga Olam. That's the opposite of the Minaga Olam. Therefore, we have to be Mitzvah or Midai. That's not called going overboard. We need to make it clear to ourselves that the fact that we are living in a situation of Furban is not the way the world should be. And therefore, Ein Mida Vishir Lavelut. Crying. You see that when, a, when you lose a relative, three days of intense crying. But the Rama only brain crying after he told you first, don't go overboard. This is what's mutter to do. But there's no chiv to cry. You need to cry. Most normal people would want to cry. But there's no chiv of crying. In fact, Rav Salvechik says when it comes to regular avails, you can take three days off and be a complete emotional wreck and cry. But you don't have to cry. Now, it's true. The, the Rambam quotes that if a person is not misabel the way the Chachomim say, what's the deen? If you're not if, if you're not misabel the way the Chachomim say, what is what does it say? You're not sorry. Of an achzar. Find this, you're an achzar. But if you don't have to cry. If you don't want to, if you can't feel yourself to cry, you're, you're still makayim the din of the din of of the rabbanan of be, of being an ovel. If you're not a crier, there's probably something wrong with you. But in the Churban Beis Amikdosh, it's all about Avelus. Kinnus, what is kinnus about? Crying. In fact, 
if you look in the Pesach and Zechariah, when they wanted to know, do they need to keep the fasts of Tzom Gedalia? Do they need to keep the fasts of, 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 uh, of Tisha B'Av and Shemaser Metamuz? How do they ask this question? The question was, Ha'im Evke, should we cry? That's what it was about. Crying was another way of saying the Tanis. Therefore, the whole Mahus is through Bechi. In fact, that's the famous Medrash, Rav Salvechik says. What does it say? The reason why it happens on Tisha B'Av, it says by the Miraglim, Vayitna with Kolam, Vayivchu Aam. Vayivchu Aam. Omer Rav, Omer Rav Yochanan. We know, Atem Bechitem Bechir Shochinam. Bechir Udorot. Meaning, it's a Kiyum. That's the way you have to bring yourself to cry on Tisha In a normal Aveilut, we don't call it Kinos. During the week of Shiva, we have Hespeidim. Kinos is different. The word Kinos means Karula Mekonanot, Vatifkena, the Pasuk says. Vatirada Eneneinu Dima. Call the Mekonanot, call the women that were experts at creating Kina. Kina, that elegy, that dirge, it's not an elegy, it's a dirge, it's supposed to bring you to cry. Why? A hespid, Rav Salvechik says, is to let people remember what was gone, what's missing, the significance of the person who died. But kinnis is about crying for the sake of crying as much as possible. Why? Because normally when it comes to an Avelus, there's a minag. Three days, that should be enough. And therefore, what you are emphasizing is the, the zechut of the niftar, the covet of the niftar. Whereas when it comes to the Beis Amikdosh, it's a change in the tev of the world. And if we haven't got the Beis Amikdosh rebuilt, it's as if we destroyed it. So we have to cry kaseidah, just like Rochli Meino. Therefore, it's completely different. That's why that's what kinnis is about. There aren't necessarily tefilos in kinnis. It's about creating that sense of sadness and death and destruction to get emotionally involved and to cry over it, to realize what it is that we don't have and realize what we've done. Another thing he says is, he brings from the Gemara in Tainus, right after it mentions about Rehudah Bar Eloi, right next to that, we bring this statement from the Mishnah and Psochim that there are different places where they do Malachan Tishabov, different places where they don't. Which means that Talmud Chacham somehow has a bigger Chiyav of Avelus on Tishabov than everyone else. Now, when it comes to if you lost someone, Leilainu, and one of the children is a Talmud Chacham, the other is not such a Talmud Chacham. Both of the children have the same Chiyuv. It doesn't make a difference. One's a Talmud Chacham, one's not. It's the great equalizer. But he says, when it comes to the Beis HaMikdosh, Rav Salvechik wants to say, Talmidah Chachamim are more Chayiv and Avelos than most people. That was Rabbi Yudabari Loi. That's what the Rabbah was talking about, the Derech of the Chassidim. They need to understand what that means. Because you need to know what a Beis HaMikdosh is. You need to know what 
the terrible aspect of the Chorban is. Atamachacham understands that more than someone else. In fact, even the very first simon in Shulchan Arach, when it talks about Tikkun Chatzos, what does it say? Roi l'kol yorei shamayim. Meaning, yorei shamayim needs to sense what that means, that there's no Beis Amikdash more than someone else. Then he goes further. When it comes to Avelus to Alma, normal someone died. You're not supposed to use the time of Avelus You need to do is makabel the din ba'aba. Chayav adam levarach alarok ashem shemavarach alatovah. Whatever God gave you. In fact, the Gemara says an amazing thing. You might remember. You have to summon up simcha, and you have to matzik it's adin that the child. Well, up, something happened to. For tamim palo elu munav elavel. It's a hard thing to do, but that is what everyone is mechuyiv to do. That is tsar bevelutri yachid. But when it comes to the churban, you can ask a question. Why did it happen? God, why are you doing this to us? And you need to be satisfied with an answer. A person said shiva, no questions. It, the purpose is not to figure out why that man had to suffer through cancer and what it was about and why God is punishing you. When it comes to today, it's about crying, but it's also about questioning. Like Eov did. <laughs> to figure out why is this happening. You're supposed to ask a question. And that's what he says is Eicha. Why? Eicho. Why is it this way? That's what Eicha is. Eicho. Why is it? And you need to say, you know why? Because you were wrong. You think you're exotic, but you're not. And that's what Eicha is about. When, when the Churban Beis Amikdash that happens to Claudius from the whole world, there's a head there to ask why God did this. And when we do that, even though we're going to come up with the answer that as we did Ave wrote, but we have the right to be like the Berdichever and to say, God, why are, you so, why are we suffering? Because that creates a Rachamim of Claudius from. When it comes to the Tzar of Ayachid, you're not supposed to ask those questions. But when it comes to the Beit HaMikdash, you can actually ask and answer and figure out what God wants. In fact, Moshe Rabbeinu was arguing, as we know, with God, with Rav Sholam, because things got worse after he became the Shriya Hashem. He said, it's, it got worse. The Medrash says that the Midat Adin wanted to kill Moshe right there. How, how dare he speak to God in such a way? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, he's doing it for Klal Yisrael. He's not, he's not, it's not an individual Tsar. He's talking about Klal Yisrael's Tsar. They're from Midas Adin. So even though it's true, the Medrash says Moshe was, was questioning God. He was You're allowed to do that if it's for the sake of Paul Yisrael and for the whole Bria, which is what we're doing on Tishabah today. And that's why it says in the beginning of Eira, Ani Adonai, Rachamim, 
You just ask this question. I take it with Rachamim that you ask that question. You ask this difficult question about why God is doing all these terrible things, why we have to suffer, why the world is in the state it is. I'm happy with those questions. Because you're feeling it, you're sensing it, you're coming up, you're trying to come up with an answer. Ani Hashem. So you can actually almost come up with a taina, with a question. And that's what Eitra is about. And that's what part of the learning we're doing is about as well. I wanted to be Messiah here with his piece on Anachim. Um, the question is, where do you say nothing? Um, if you look in the, uh, in the Gemara and the Yerushalmi that quotes it, Yerushalmi says, brings a question. You add stuff into the, into the three worlds. Where do you add it? Well, Yerushalmi says there's two possibilities. Either you add it into Ritzay, why? Because you're, you want something in the future. Just like Yalavi Yovas, and we would say. You want to praise God for the past, like Hanukkah and Purim? Where do we do that? In Odah. Those are the two possibilities. However, the minag of Klal Yisrael is to do what? Is to say it in Bonei Yerushalayim. Now, the Rosh and the Rif try to explain why. It goes against the Yerushalayim. Why has that become the minute? As we know, the positive, the Gemara says that you can, that if you, that really you, just like the Gemara says, you add all your bakashot and shumei and but if you want to put it in somewhere else, it's, it's all right. But where? In the bracha that has a connection to it. So Boni Yerushalayim has a connection. But still, the best place to have done it would have been in either Ritzay, that would have been the place to do it, like Yalavi Avon. So, Rasalvechik beautifully explains why the Minag is not like what it says in the Yerushalayim. What are we really being misabble for? Are we being misabble the fact that we don't have the Beit HaMikdash, meaning, what do we mean the Beit HaMikdash? We don't have the Avodah, we don't have the Kedusha, we don't have the Kapara, we don't have the Zvachim, we don't have the Ketores, we don't have the Mizbeach. So that would be with Ritzay. Because that's what we do on Shodesh. We, we, we say, HaKadosh Baruch remember us. We want to have the Besamikdash back. We want to have the Avoda back. So the place to do it would be in Ritzen. That's also terrible that we don't have a concept of what the Besamikdash even means. You don't learn Kachin. You don't learn the Mishnayot. You don't even understand what a Besamikdash looks like. I saw somebody online said, on a Tishabov thing, they have a, you can have a virtual base on Mikdash. You have to buy a ticket, cost money. You don't know what the base on Mikdash looks like. Believe me, if somebody learns Kodshim, if someone learns Vokim and Menachis, somebody learns Mesach Kismidos, even Mesach Kismidos, he doesn't need the virtual base on Mikdash. Maybe it's even better for him, but he doesn't really need it. I'll cope on him. That's one way. Where's the base on Mikdash? Where's the Kohen Godel going in? Where's the Kiyor? Okay, so that should be, that's what we're saying. But we have altered our, 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 our sensations and our direction. To us, it's not that we don't have the Avod. It's the Hurbin of, of Yerushalayim as well. 
It's the Hurban of the Yerushalayim and the Mikdash, because all together it was one incredible unit. There was a ear of Ateam. It was this, of course, the Beis Hamikdash was the, it was the battery that, that, made, that made it light up. But it was this beautiful Armon that has been shattered. And the glory that people sensed, even though they never got to the Beis Hamikdash, that, that this city had, that's what we're being misabled. The Kovod Asher Galaba And it became, instead of this city that had this incredible light shining from it that permeated every street of Yerushalayim, it becomes the Ir Bizuya Chareva and Shomema. So that's the reason why we put Nachem in the Brach of Yerushalayim. Because we're not so much being this Abel over the lack of Avodah. It's the covered that 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 being Yerushalayim used to be had. That's the reason why we put the nachim there. Um, the other question is, when do we say nachim? So the uh, the rush wondered, why is it that we don't say we only say it but minimum? The Yerushalmi says, the Yerushalmi again, we don't follow the Yerushalmi where we put it, but the Yerushalmi says, Yochid says to say it every, every tefillah. Isn't that what the Yerushalmi means? That's what the Rosh said. If you look in the Rambam, the Rambam also is mashmul. He said, not just Anenu every tefillah, Nachem every tefillah as well. Except the Rambam called it Rachem. He didn't call it Nachem. The Rambam called it Rachem. Say Rachim, it's much from the Rambam to say Rachim every time. The Bet Yosef quotes uh, Abu Dram, who was an expert in the Seder of Tvilot, and said the Gaonim already argued about this. The great Rav Amram, Gon, and Rav Sadia. Rav Sadia felt it should only be said by Mincha. What was the reason Rav Sadia felt you should only say it by Mincha? Because that's where that's when it started to burn. That's when you saw the fire go into the Beit HaMikdash. That's when Yerushalayim was at its lowest. And therefore, that's when we say, give us Nechama. <laughs> that's the essence of, of, of being in the lowest situation. That's why Rav Sadia felt he should do it um, during Mincha only. The Rav Salvechuk says it sounds like that it's not about the Ma'orah that occurs. Ma'ena Ma'orah is something you have by Rishmodesh, by by Sukkot, by Shavuot. Tishabav doesn't have Ma'ena Ma'orah. Doesn't have. We have to summon up the event. It's not like every year, it's like every year this is the event. That is only when there's a Kedusha in the Yom itself. Tisha B'Av has no Kedusha. has no carbon special for Tisha B'Av. And therefore, we rejected the Yerushalmi's, we rejected the idea of Me'ena Ma'ora. But what is it? It's a day to feel the lack of Kavod and to get Nechama. And just like like, like you say uh, in Beit Avel, I'm not coming So, therefore, what is the time 
that it's mostly like the time of death. That is when? That is when at the time of Milcha. That's the time, it's also the time for the Chama. That's the time when we take the Nik Maveru. That's why we say nothing, only then. And the Nafkamin, of course, would be, let's say there's a question if someone eats on Tisha B'Av. If someone eats on Tisha B'Av, do they say Nachem in the benching or not? So the Mario Paskin, yes, the Ashkenazi great posting, Mario says that you have to eat on Tisha B'Av. You say Nachem. The Vilna Gon said that, I guess maybe it's like when a person eats on Yom Kippur. Also, he has to say in Yalav Yobo, he has to say Yom Kippur Mazin. If he eats on Yom Kippur with bread. So the Choro, based on what we're saying, there's no reason to say nothing invention. In the Tefillah, by Mincha, in Bon Yerushalayim, yes. But it's not like Me'ena Ma'ora. So according to this, if somebody would have to eat on Tisha B'Av, we would reject the Psaq of the Mariel. You wouldn't say Nachem in, in, in your Birch HaDamazim. Salvation quotes this Ritva that the, that the, that the Beis Yosef brings and says, maybe the Rambam and Nachem is correct as well. We don't do this. It's a Rachem, all the other Tfilot. By Mincha, we change it to Nachem. The Arvis of Mishachris on Rachem. Why? Ki Adayin, Meito Mutalit Manav. Mincha, it's worse than, it's, it's a little bit better and worse. Why? Because it's like you buried the body already by Mincha. By Mincha, it's like we've already buried them. It's after Chatzot, we've already buried the mess. And therefore, you say nachem, just like an onen. An onen, right? You don't give nachama to the onen yet. In a sense, an onen is like an avil. He's also in those things an avil is also in, according to many shitot. But it's not time for nachama yet. Nachama happens at this period. That's why we say nachem now. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.